You're listening to Somebody Had to Say It with Shar and Ashley, a weekly podcast where we discuss topics that are on your mind yet you might be afraid to speak on. New episodes air every Thursday. Hey, Ashley. Hey, Shara. How are you doing? What's going on? I'm good. Hanging in there. Um, nothing really crazy new. Um, got some work done on my basement today. It's really cold. Like the coldest day ever. <laughs> Freezing. Oh, wow. I don't know. They, they, do you feel like it's cold today? Because I was, I was dying. <laughs> oh, my God. It's so funny you say that because I got work done on my... Um, my windowsills, I guess you could call it, they were leaking a little bit of water. So they actually had to go uh, from outside of the building inside to drain something to make sure there's no more water leakage. So I was hearing that all day, the banging and ripping down of cinder block and then putting it back up. That was fun. And um, it was freezing today. And I know that because I had a hole in my house for half of the day and I'm running heat in here because that's so funny me and you had the same day i didn't realize you went through that like because literally yes whole entire basement open because we had to get the pipes we had some insulation we had to get removed so we're turning like the basement we're making into like a family playroom so like um all of the doors and windows were open the heat had to be turned off by the way because they were working on the pipes and the pipes were so hot so they had to turn the heat off Oh my god! So we were just bundled up. Astro was wearing like eight layers, um, but it's done, and I am chilling in the basement right now. Um, but it was a cold day. It was just like the coldest day of the year, and no. so far, year so far, and um, or winter so far, and we have work getting done. So it is what it is. Um, yep. But yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm happy it's done. It actually feels a lot warmer in here, and I think you know. It's going to be better for me heat wise and everything that the crack is like completed and everything. But it was just so funny. Bixie was so cold. He was like curled up at my feet under my desk. And I tried to get his little coat on him, but he won't wear it in the house because he's smarter than that. And he knows he only has to wear it when he goes outside. So <laughs> it was. <laughs> no, I feel you. I, and then like, yeah, they were banging, banging, banging on these pipes. Asher surprisingly slept through the banging. But then it made me realize like I'm over here being quiet. And you sleeping through all this banging, but you randomly wake up when you hear my head hit the pillow. Oh my god! <laughs> so then, I, and so now in my head, I'm like, "Are you playing me?" Because when I tell you, Shara, my house was shaking. They were banging, banging. I was like, "He's still asleep." <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, we really had the same day. I literally <laughs> had calls. I had to excuse myself all damn day and tell them I'm sorry. Like, there's not a hurricane happening. I'm just having work done. So, <laughs> no, yeah, you. but you know, it's, it's a <laughs> pandemic, and um, we're gonna be home, so might as well get the house fixed up. Um, so mm-hmm. yeah, next time it's safe for you to come over. Um, the basement will be cozy and an area for us to chill. Um, yes but other than that nothing really else is going on it's been just boring just like watching the news and covid getting worse and this pending lockdown i'm sure that's about to happen so i'm just like ugh. i know yeah we had like a mini christmas early last weekend and it was great we um me and my fiance made ornaments and we um wrapped some presents that came early and just i don't have my tree yet but we made some stockings and stuff and just because i That's don't know if the next time i'm gonna see him um, yeah. so 
this is um you know just a blow as per usual but we'll get through it uh hopefully the next wave we can combat it by doing all we can now and then it won't get as bad as march but we don't know and uh, (laughs) i'm really i'm really concerned to see what the numbers are gonna be after um thanksgiving just because like and I hate to every week be talking about this, but I also don't hate it because this is our life and it's really affecting everyone. Mm-hmm. And like, especially me and especially you and especially every single person listening to this because no one's issues are more important than anyone else's. And we're yes. all going through it. We're all going through our own stress. And it's really disheartening seeing how many people are just out partying. Like, I don't even know what to yeah. say. It's just like, it makes yeah. me really upset. <laughs> You know what? I was, I, you know, because in my feelings a little bit this, this evening and post something about my honeymoon and my fiance immediately texted me like, people are dying, Shara. And I was like, I understand that. But at the same time, like I'm hurting too. And just because, you know, I'm not trying to equate a honeymoon to death. Don't get me wrong. But I'm just saying like, everybody's pain is their pain. And you can't like, you know, try to make it smaller because it's not as bad as somebody else. You feel it just the same yeah no i feel like you know obviously there's different levels of things but i think at the same time everyone's going through their own thing and just seeing how much like people just don't care that these numbers are rising at ridiculous rates the lines to get tested for covid are back to being five hours long in jersey like what what are we doing like this is just so sick and like it really yeah, is and I, I just, you know i hate to keep bringing it up too but at the same time i saw something great on cnn that said you know a negative covid test is not a ticket to socialize you so true. still may have something you know dormant or whatever or you might have picked up just waiting online for five hours you know some symptoms from somebody you were standing too that's close the to. thing i don't think people understand <laughs> that and then they're like oh you gotta live your life no because the people that are living their life and i'm using air quotes are the reason that this is back to where we're at if we were all home and doing what we we're supposed to do this would not be happening people are still yeah. partying smoking hookah at the club in new york in jersey down the street from us like i don't get it and like again yeah. i get I don't know. It's just like a broken wheel. We keep saying the same thing over and over and like a broken record, I guess is the same. <laughs> Not a broken yeah. wheel. Yeah. Yesterday, Zoom's giving or Christmas in the ICU. Yeah. And I hate to be so nasty about it, but at the end of the day, young people, Jeremiah is 33 years old. Yeah. Okay. You are not too young to catch COVID, be on a ventilator and write an ICU with him. And I'm not trying to make it, you know, against him or anything. I don't know what he he's done. I don't know if he's been out. I don't know if he's been in. But what I'm saying is he's 33 years old. No, you're right. So, like, just so everyone knows, Jeremiah is a singer, young. He's, I mean, he's sang a lot of songs um, that are big. And he's very sick. He's in the ICU with COVID. And he's a celebrity. And who knows how he got it? Not saying you know, he deserved it or did it on purpose. But I'm just saying, like, when you're going to events, you're out and about going to parties, like, it's kind of probability. It's math. Like, come on. So my point, our point is, is like, you're no one's too young to get sick. And even if you aren't sick, you can pass it to your grandma, your mom, anyone. And how would you feel? 
yourself. You do not, let me tell you something. You do not want to put that on yourself as much as you say you're just living life or you're just doing what you need to do or, you know, you feel burnt out because, you know, you're out here doing essential work and all this stuff. I understand all of that and I could never understand what it feels like. I'm at home every day. Yeah. You know, easy for me to talk. But what I will say is, don't turn around and make that frustration even more problems for yourself. If you pass this virus on to somebody you love, you will never forgive yourself. I agree. And I just don't think it's worth it. And that's how I feel about my baby. Like, God forbid, like, who, like, let's be real. I would love a break. I would love to be partying and going wild. But how crazy would I feel coming home, kissing my kid afterwards, being at a crowded party where people aren't wearing masks? Like, I just don't get it. So. I mean, you know, do you, but I think this is really eye-opening for the human race. People are very selfish. I think also, mm-hmm. too, it's eye-opening how, again, I, I think that no matter how bad things go, some people are still going to think it's a conspiracy <laughs> and won't believe the yeah, evidence. I even I can't believe that some people at this point in time still believe that corona is fake because this that to me is just like, so Ignorance. you just want to believe yeah Yeah, and i don't have time for that either i'm not going to talk about that like i don't want to give them a a, a platform but it's just really eye-opening like the human race how horrible we are so Mm -hmm. be a better person wear a mask don't have a party don't have a big thanksgiving and that's that yeah please and thank you (laughs) period all right so this week we're talking about fashion nova kids Mm, mm, um yeah so not it's not i guess the topic isn't just specifically fashion over kids but as you may have seen fashion over came out with a new kids line and if you know what fashion over is they have like very trendy yet you know cute raunchy little sexy outfits for for women that are adults that are allowed to wear stuff like that i love fashion over but they yeah. now replicated the the line for kids. And the issue is, is that I feel, and I feel like Shara does too, which is why we're talking about it, is that it sexualizes little girls. You're like dressing them like she, they're going to the club and it's just not cute. Yeah. Um, and something that I really, we were, think, we were talking about is like when we were kids, my mom was so conservative i wasn't allowed to wear super tight jeans like i mean i was i wore tight jeans but not super tight i had a fight for them like you weren't wearing a two-piece bathing suit until like i was a lot older just a lot more restricted right with what you were allowed Mm -hmm. to do Mm -hmm. yeah and like kids used to look like kids right like it was just kind of known among the parents and the you know grandparents and whoever else is supervising the kids there's just certain things we're not going to put on the kids because we're not going to sexualize the kids and in this day and age with the internet and you know photoshop and deep fakes and all this stuff that they can do with photos that you post seemingly innocent photos that you post of your kids you never know where these photos can end up especially if the child is dressed in what some may find to be provocative and it's just like you don't want to put them into that space like you don't even want them to be the eye candy for a disgusting person out there looking for you know they have the hashtags 
You know, they're looking for a kid, cute kids, kids, you know, they're already looking for it. So why are you giving them an in with little bikini top shirts and then the flare pants, but they're tight in the butt. It's like, first off, these kids have diapers on. Yeah. Oh, it's so much like it's really so much and I'm I, was, I, I, I know exactly the outfit you're talking about off the shoulder crop top shirt with like the bohemian flare mm-hmm. pants like mm-hmm. that's something that I would wear I wouldn't want my three year old showing off her body like what, what what are we doing here like I just don't think that it's appropriate and I think also too again we come from the dance world again listeners if you don't know about Shar and I we actually met in dance school when we were kids. We did yeah. competition dance our whole entire lives until co- high school. I danced in college and Shara did as well. And it was our life. But the point, the reason I bring this up is that like dance is actually a really in- interesting industry where the kids dress inappropriately as well. Yeah. And for Shara, who's, you know, father's a pastor, you know, my mom is more conservative. Like she didn't, wouldn't have one us like that. Some of the costumes that they were suggesting us to wear were not appropriate. And like our parents would say something. Yeah, because, because you're not going to. Yeah, you don't know who's coming in those competitions and you don't know who's they're free competitions, you know, and that's something, you know, you don't have to pay yeah. admission to get in there. And everybody assumes that the older people that are there are there to support a child. But it doesn't have to be that way. It could be some creep looking around you know, wanting to get off looking at kids, little girls in tight outfits. So it's just like, you always have to be on high alert as parents and these fast fashion companies, you know, they do whatever they want to do and they make the money that they make because they're able to replicate things that people want to put on. And mommy and me is nothing new. Everybody likes to dress like their kids, matching family outfits matching you know kids to parents and things like that this is nothing new but to have like we were saying a company that's fine for women fine for adults a sexier company to have a child line where the children's outfits are exact replicas of the mother's outfit is i don't like it (laughs) i don't like it i don't like it like i saw like like you know the bodysuits like the spandex bodysuits that the women women wear i have some i love them it looks nice your curves whatever but they had a kid's version and i just was so like bothered by it like i'm not sexualizing anybody's child but i just feel like there's a line you cross like the, just dress her like a just dress like a kid wear like like wear kids clothes like why do you have to look like a 17 year old and also too like these kids are growing up so fast already. Like, can yeah. we stop? Like, don't give them this, like, teenager look at three. Because what are they going to be doing when they're tw- 17? Yeah. Yeah. I like, distinctly remember. It's like Kylie. Like, you know, like the whole Kylie situation. Like, she was looking like she was 30 at 15. It's yeah. like, do you want yeah. that for your daughter? Like, yeah, because you know what comes with that, right? Like, you don't want that attention. You don't want her having to navigate that. Like, so just like be careful because I think sometimes too, I know that like every mom loves their child and I don't think these moms mean it. You know, I really don't think it's that. They don't see it that way. They see their kids are so cute and they want to share their beautiful kid with the world. But I just think that sometimes, too, it's like you got to take a step back and realize, like, mm, am I kind of 
making her a mini me to like the real extent or am I do is this child appropriate or is this not child appropriate so it's just like I I don't know the lines get crossed really easy because you have to you have to think of it as a parent right because these companies they don't care they'll do anything to make money so they're not well it's in her size no it used to be now this is going way back but it used to be that people and different clothing companies and stuff they didn't put out things that weren't appropriate for children so if it wasn't their size you could just pick it up and you know more nine times out of ten it would be a dog or a frog or whatever and it's appropriate nowadays you're the one who has to make that decision because they're going to have it in their size and there's no problem with it those people that's on them if they have a mental problem and they're attracted to kids we're putting out what we want to put out so now you have to be the person to say like this is inappropriate no i i agree a hundred percent i just I just don't like it. I think that at the end of the day, like, life is so hard. Why do these kids have to grow up so fast? That's really the main point. Like, why are we making them dress like they're going to the club? They're not. (laughs) They're Mm -hmm. sitting home playing with their iPad. Like, they don't even probably want to wear the outfit that you're putting them in. Right. It's probably When I tell you (laughs) the way that Asher screams when I try to put on an outfit on him. That's why he's half the time in a onesie. Like, that's another thing. When you have kids, you don't realize it. I'm a huge fashion person. I love nice clothes. But having a child has made me, like, realize, like, I thought I wanted to have Asher dressed so cute all the time. It is so hard to get him dressed. And maybe it's just my child. But he is crazy. I'm no, but they're not, not comfortable. I mean, imagine you're used to being warm and cozy, and somebody puts a damn bikini bra top on you. <laughs> but he's trying to put on uh, of my outfit. Like I'm, I'm trying to put on like a little shirt with an over plaid, like like a little over plaid flannel shirt with the jeans, and do the little cup. Nope, Ash was not doing it. He's not waiting there for me to fold the cuff. No, he's gone. <laughs> so it's like. Are you gonna put shoes on or no? Because you don't have time. So I, I get it. Like you want your kid to look cute. I want my kid to look cute too. But I just think sometimes too, you gotta take a step back and realize this might not be child age appropriate. That's it. Um yeah. and also too, I think you're again setting yourself up for failure. You're putting you're putting your kid in a little Louis Vuitton bag and little fake never full, ever full. Um bag like she got a Louis Vuitton and she's four it's like are you getting her Chanel at 12 like what's happening because they're growing up so fast it's like we having to wait for things and wanting to grow up is part of childhood but if you give them every single thing that they want from a young age there's nothing to look forward to and then before you know it they are acting grown they're trying to date they're you know with people that are way over their age because you've been allowing them to wear the crop tops you've been allowing them to get their makeup full beat and hair and acrylic nails i'm like when I see some of these kids go to middle school, it literally shocks me to my core. Cause it's like, yeah. we watch them get on the bus and we're just like, Oh, is that a high school? Like we, it's hard to tell between high school and middle school. And before and you know, yeah. that for elementary. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. And like, we always see those memes of like us in 2000 and like the, like the kids nowadays. And it's true. It's like, I didn't look like a Kylie in high school. What I was fighting like, for, well, not even too. school, middle school. Like, come on, like, you know what I mean? Like, I was a kid, like, and I don't feel bad. I I had a great 
childhood. I'm happy I wasn't getting my lashes done. Like, I don't have time for that. <laughs> right. Like, let them be a kid. Like, and that's the part that kids will never understand. And older people have been saying it from the beginning of the time. Enjoy your childhood because your childhood in comparison to the rest of your life is such a short time. It's a blink. It's a blink it compared is. to the rest of your life. So enjoy every single second of not having to be responsible for yourself in the slightest amount. Enjoy it. But you know what? Like that's the whole cast 22 shower though. You don't you, you don't know what you got till it's gone. Yeah, like, you don't know. You can't enjoy your childhood until you're an adult and that's life. Like it's terrible. <laughs> if we knew that as soon as we opened our eyes when we were born, life would be amazing. But it's the rite of passage as a person to realize that you needed to enjoy your childhood. Seriously, because when you realize that, oh, these bills won't stop coming and there, there really <laughs> isn't any break from work, like you get that two weeks or, you know, you stay at the company long enough or you got a great job, maybe three, oh my God, if you get a whole month, you are probably a VP somewhere. But every single day, you will have something that you need to do. Yeah, and I think too, like, you know, I guess from a parent's perspective, it's like when I look at my my baby, it's like you think of that like wow, like you have so much that's gonna happen, like like you know what I mean, like you're on the brink of so much. He has no idea, yeah. and you and you wish you could tell him like please enjoy, stop crying over nothing. Yeah, for real. I mean, <laughs> because like my parents, you know, both of our parents, like they did everything they could for us and people were like, oh, don't spoil those kids. And my parents were like, no, we are gonna, you know, give them the best childhood we possibly can because we know what's ahead of them when they have to forge their own way in life. And- But I think that's also, it does tie back to like everything. Like, you know, these parents, these these parents that are dressing their kids in these clothes that might be a little inappropriate. I think they are trying to spoil their kids, give them everything like our parents did. So that's what I'm trying to say. Like, I don't think that like they're meaning to do this, mm-hmm. but I think someone needs to tell them like little Susie needs to take off the crop top and put on a regular sweatshirt. Right. With a cartoon character on it and call it a day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Like, why is she not wearing light-up sneakers? Exactly. Like, having them in <laughs> Louis Vuitton this and Gucci that. And 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 don't get me wrong. For pictures, or if you just want to do something where you guys are matching or whatever, by all means, raise your child the way you see fit as a parent. But all I'm saying is, when it comes down to you taking your child to the mall or to the park or wherever, you don't want those eyes on your child. You know, and any way you can combat that is something that I think is important to look into and just make sure you're doing all you can to protect them because people still are stealing kids. Sex trafficking is at an all time high and you don't want your child to be the next statistic. I'm not trying to make it dramatic or whatever, but you never know what triggers these sickos. And and also to, no, I agree with you. And also to like virtual kidnapping is a big thing. So like, I don't post my kid online often. I post pictures once in a blue moon. And if I do, it's us all in the picture. It's a hard picture that he'd be able to be cropped out of. Cause like I come from the social media world. There is a such thing as virtual kidnapping. People will take pictures of your child, mm-hmm. make fake pages and post your kid. Like it's their child. Yep. And I'm in a lot of mom groups. It's happened to a couple moms. I know like, or their kid was turned into a meme that went viral. That was inappropriate. Yeah. Look, look at That's Gavin. happened to a friend of mine. <laughs> look at that kid, Gavin. 
I mean, it was kind of funny, but you know, he's a child and his that little face where he's kind of making that little thing with the tea, he's holding the tea and he's making that little, um, like smirk oh, thing. Oh, the little boy. That yes. boy. <laughs> the dark brown. Yeah. Hair. And the parents just laughed yes. it off and they're like, oh, you want to feel old this way it looks like now because, you know, it went viral, you know, several years ago. So now, you know, he's probably in third grade, fourth grade or something and he's grown up. But it, Yeah. <laughs> No, I agree. So it's just like, you know, again, I'm not, we're not trying to be like dramatic, but I just, the internet's a scary place and just be careful. The pictures you post sometimes too, even as posting too often and people knowing your location or posting that like even you're going on vacation and people know where you live and now they know that you're not going to be home. So it's just like there, there's things that you need to be careful about and just to think of. Yeah, definitely. Just just take the time to think about it. And we know that you do. We know that you're conscious of things as a parent. But sometimes, you know, you just want to be cute and you don't really think about it. So if this helps you to think about it a little bit longer, then, you know, maybe this is why you clicked onto this episode. So, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, I mean, listen, I love Fashion Nova. I love a little boohoo, pretty little thing, all that stuff. It's cute, but does my little baby need to be wearing a little biker short crop top outfit with me? I don't think so. No. Mm-mm. I don't think so. Definitely not. That is too funny. Okay, everyone. We are at the point in the podcast where we talk about a social injustice and just bring some awareness to it. This week, we are talking about um, Quayon Charles, and his nickname was Bobby. Uh, Bobby was 15 years old when he went missing on October 30th, right before Halloween. He was found three days later in a local creek in L.A. and his family um, had been looking for him. He didn't have permission to be out by his family, but he was found there, drowned. Um, The city did do an autopsy on him and the cause of death was drowning the family. because of reasons that had to do, you know, with the uh, the way his body was found. Unfortunately, they do not agree with the autopsy and they want an independent autopsy done. And they want the police to just overall do more for Bobby's case. And it seems as though the police are done. They have put forth, I guess, all the effort that they plan on putting forth. And the family is really asking for help from the general public to put pressure on the police force and get them to do this second autopsy and just confirm Bobby's cause of death. You know, he was just a child and it's very suspicious, you know, what happened to him and they just want answers. Um, We are going to put the family's information as far as a GoFundMe in the show notes. So if you can, please head over there and donate or just, you know, spread awareness. Like I said, the family is really just looking to get the police a little more engaged and find out what happened to their son. Okay. Yeah. This is horrible. So yeah. we'll put the um, info in the description and please feel free to donate if you have um, the ability to. Yep, exactly. Thanks guys. Thank you for listening to Somebody Had to Say It with Shara and Ashley. 
please subscribe to us and leave us a review. New episodes air every Thursday. Oh, 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 o